They all looked to the owner of the voice, even Alice. Syl Halace stepped forward, and Paul felt his skin prickle as she brushed against him. She was no longer the Syl with whom he had fallen in love on earth, the Illyri girl struggling through the highlands, hunted by her own people, and surrounded by the hostile faces of the human resistance who fought the Illyri occupation. Back then, she had been dependent on Paul to keep her safe, or so he had believed. But in the time they had been apart, Paul conscripted to the brigades with his brother, Syl a virtual prisoner of the Nairine Sisterhood on the mark with her friend Annie. She had become a being transformed, a creature who was both Syl and not Syl. She had powers beyond Paul's comprehension. She could bend others to her will, cloud their minds, even kill them, all without the slightest physical contact. Paul had watched her do it, and he realized, to his horror, that he was now slightly afraid of this female for whom he also felt so much love. He had no idea how long she had kept this secret hidden, and he wondered how much else she might be hiding from him. He had to be able to trust her, for the sake of his crew as much as for himself. For if he could not trust her, neither could he love her. Sill he snapped, frustrated. Don't do anything, she said. Then, as an afterthought, she added, please. We can't just sit here and let it come. We must, she said. She wasn't even looking at him. Her eyes were fixed on the ship. Why? But Syl had blocked him out. All of her attention and energy were directed at the vessel before them. She allowed her mind to drift passing through the hull of the nomad and out into the depths of space. She shivered for a moment. Paul saw it and reached out for her in concern, but then thought better of touching her when a blue crackle of static electricity snaked out from her body like a tiny bolt of lightning and struck his hand, causing him to snatch it back in pain. Syl's consciousness passed through the approaching alien object. Stone, metal, circuit, unknown, unknown, scan, weapon, scan, and drew closer to the ship, seeing it, feeling it, exploring its surface, probing for weaknesses, a point of entry, a... Her thoughts exploded in a babble of voices, as though she had inadvertently tapped into a million, no, a billion, different conversations. The force of it flung her consciousness back into her body, the recoil sending her stumbling against the nomad's hull. Don't fire, she said, as she recovered herself. Please, don't even move. Do nothing. Do you hear me? Do nothing. The tone of her voice changed on the final word. It echoed and resonated. Paul felt his body grow still, as though held in place by unseen bonds. He did not struggle against them, though. He did not want to. He found he was no longer quite as afraid. Only his head was capable of movement. He looked at Syl, and her eyes flicked to his. Her lips did not move, yet he heard her voice speak to him. Trust me, it said. And he knew that it was Syl who was doing this. Syl who was holding them in place. Syl who was keeping them from acting against the incoming threat. They had no choice but to do as she said. She had taken all other options from them.
Even Maya had lifted her hands from the controls. Sill's influence might have reduced Paul's fear of the alien threat. But as he stood fixed in place, watching the unknown object grow from a gleaming dot to a revolving orb the size of a small car, his fear of Sill increased. Trust. She had picked the very word that had passed through his mind only moments before. Was it a coincidence? Or had she somehow been listening to his thoughts? Could she do that? Were her powers that great? And then the extent of Sill's abilities, and the alien ship, and the orb were no longer his only sources of concern. The Dereth wormhole behind them bloomed for an instant, like a flower opening then collapsing upon itself. And from it emerged another threat. The sleek silver form of their Illyri hunter, a ship of the diplomatic corps that had been pursuing them for days, seeking their destruction.